Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, January 19th. Today on the show, you're going to hear some cringeworthy moments from the Tennessee Volunteers press conference on Monday. You're going to hear Josh Ward from WNML in Knoxville talking about Philip Fulmer's legacy. But we begin today with the official end of the Jeremy Pruitt era. The 440 is built every morning by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm. Here's the deal. If you like the show, go check out the website, buildkg.com, because they support this show. I am not asking you to spend any money or sign over your firstborn here. I'm just saying these guys do killer work, and when you are in the market for a new custom home or talking with the family about a major remodel, all you need to remember is the Kingston Group. That's buildkg.com. So I struggled a lot on Monday with what to say this morning about the firing of Tennessee head coach Jeremy Pruitt, along with nine other members of the football program. The resignation of Philip Fulmer as the UT athletic director, the bizarre press conference on Monday afternoon, and most importantly, the future of Tennessee football. Other than, of course, this is happening again. Now, a lesser man than I would say something like, I told you so, or we warned you about this, or why on God's green earth are you surprised that we are sitting here today wading through this exact same radioactive horse manure. But I hate doing that, so I would never say those things on this show. But the truth is, I am just not surprised that we are sitting here once again, staring up into space, dumbfounded at the new and creative ways that Tennessee football can embarrass itself. We will get to Philip Fulmer and that joke of a press conference in just a second. The university has saved itself a bunch of money by firing Pruitt with cause. Certainly a shrewd move if you wanted to fire him for, you know, being a terrible football coach. But the truth of the matter is that any Power 5 school could probably find recruiting dirt on its staff if it wanted to pay high-priced lawyers to look hard enough. Let's be very clear about one thing. It's a lot easier to hide bodies when you're winning games. Kevin Steele has been named the interim head coach, which brings us to the immediate future of Tennessee football. Why are we letting the same decision makers and power brokers who clearly have no clue what they're doing allow them to control this process? It makes no sense. Go hire someone to be the athletic director. Kick all of the boosters and the board of trustees out of the room and allow that person the authority to make a smart football decision. And if you do show any prospective candidate how you've closed ranks, how you've evolved the organization, how someone now is in charge of the athletic department, you will attract quality candidates. Because make no mistake, Tennessee is still a top seven job in this conference. You can still win national championships there. They have national title DNA, one of the better recruiting bases in the country that nobody talks about. The six-hour radius around Knoxville is incredible. The financial resources are largely unlimited, and fan support is spectacular. Tennessee still has every single piece needed foundationally to win national championships and to be one of the best programs in the SEC. But you can't do it with a bunch of bozos making decisions. You need adults. So close ranks. Let Kevin Steele run the program for all of 2021, spend the next eight months open for business, shopping for the best possible candidate, and hire that guy as the first name of the new cycle in 2021, and don't rush into hiring the last guy in a 2020 cycle that is already finished. It makes no sense to rush through things again, because what happens when you rush through things? You end up with Derek Dooley, and you end up with Jeremy Pruitt. Tennessee, for the love of all that is good and holy, Be smart. Make rational, sound, thought-through decisions. Organize yourself and execute a plan of attack. 
It's not overly complicated. It doesn't mean we're going to have a good year of football in 2021. But the way you've been doing this every time for the last 15 years has not worked. You need a new strategy. Why don't you try something different? Now let's get to the Philip Fulmer part of this equation. I'm going to need a minute to wipe all of the drool off my computer screen from that joke of a press conference. Guilty or otherwise, pandemic or not, the guy who is being blamed publicly by the university for their problems is Jeremy Pruitt, which I'm okay with seeing as how he was the head football coach. But in the process of throwing him under the bus on Monday, the entire UT power structure decided to surgically attach their lips to Uncle Phil's ass. According to University Chancellor Dondi Plowman, Fulmer didn't know a single thing about any wrongdoing by anyone in his athletic department, and that it was his idea, out of the goodness of his heart, that he just decided to step aside and retire as the athletic director. In that process, UT President Randy Boyd went even further, heaping effusive praise over a man who's been a complete utter failure as an athletic director. Lastly, I want to echo Chancellor Plowman when she said the, about the incredible legacy of Philip Fulmer. Coach? This university owes you a deep debt of gratitude. For what? For all that you've done to make the Volunteer Nation proud. We're as proud of you today as we were that night in Tempe when you hosted that trophy above your head. Seriously? You have never stopped working to make your university better. And our values that you have made, you are a great ambassador for Tennessee. Are you sure about that? Our overall athletics program is better and on a more equal footing because of your leadership. <laughs> we know you love Tennessee. And you should know Tennessee loves you back. We appreciate you. Oh, that was sweet for Mr. Boyd. But here's the kicker. That wasn't even the laughing out loud part of the program here. When asked about how he would define the Jeremy Pruitt era at Tennessee, this is what Fulmer had to say. We found the program, you know, in, in, in quite a, a mess at the, at the time. Um, I think we definitely have upgraded uh, – the program in general, uh, relationships on campus, um, relationships period. Uh, certainly the recruiting uh, has been uh, has been good. Um, definitely there's just there's just lots of lots of good things that have that have that have happened. Uh, so you upgraded the program in general? I have no idea what that means relationships on campus and relationships period what did you just swipe right for three years coach or what the recruiting has been uh good you mean the recruiting that's gotten the head coach and nine other humans fired from the school and forced you to uh resign and good things have happened what good things what things are you talking about Sadly, it might be the final bizarre chapter in the Philip Fulmer saga at the University of Tennessee, and it won't soon be forgotten. It was a bizarre scene in Knoxville, even by Knoxville standards. So let's bring in Josh Ward of WNML in Knoxville to try to explain Fulmer's legacy after what transpired on Monday. It seemed like a celebration, a thanks for what he had done as athletic director. I mean, that, that was that literally took place at the press conference, thanking him for what he had done. The Jeremy Pruitt era was a tremendous failure, a, a failure that was impressive and will negatively affect the future of the program, according to the University of Tennessee. Tennessee told us before the press conference and during it that hard times are ahead because of what happened during the Jeremy Pruitt era. 
and Philip Fulmer hired Jeremy Pruitt. Philip Fulmer is a Tennessee legend. He won a national championship at Tennessee, multiple SEC titles, competed for more. The best Tennessee football that any Tennessee fan I know witnessed was with him as the head coach. But the last three years end as a tremendous failure for Tennessee football, which is a big black mark on Tennessee athletics. So let's pretend that everything is being decided rationally and that we have some optimism for the future. Is there a chance that the hiring of this new athletic director could be the first step in a gradual return to normalcy and removing sort of the the bizarre decision-making from the equation? Do you have hope that that's the case? It could be. Running Tennessee's athletic department is a good job. It's a, it's a tremendous job. I think Tennessee needs somebody that has been an athletic director that understands what that job is, that, that understands all that comes with it, not just hiring and firing coaches, but running an athletic department, managing people, managing the budget and saying yes and no, when it needs to be said, not just somebody that loves Tennessee. That's what Tennessee needs. Tennessee had somebody that fit that description in John Curry, but we know what happened there. So Tennessee needs to find the right person for the job. If that person has a connection to the University of Tennessee, great. But that person needs to have been an athletic director and completely understand everything that comes with that job. Josh is right. If you squint really, really hard, there may be a glimmer of optimism. With the cheap, for now, break from Pruitt and the relatively smooth separation from Fulmer, there is a sign that Plowman has set up her school for a fresh start that they so desperately need. The one I was talking about earlier. A clean slate that allows for a professional search firm to help select the right person to run Tennessee's athletics and subsequently the right person to hire the football coach. The best Tennessee fans can hope for is that Monday was finally the bottom the darkest moment before the dawn, and that now, hopefully, adults are in charge and we begin to take steps to renew the greatness that Tennessee football should be. Definitely, there's just, there's just lots, of, lots of good things that have, that, have, that have happened. We appreciate you. The 440 is built every single morning by the Kingston Group, a Nashville-based custom home and remodeling firm. Unlike the University of Tennessee, they are all about alignment at the Kingston Group. The goal is to align a quality-driven client with a quality-driven product. Alignment in budget, alignment in scheduling and time, alignment in communications, alignment in approach. You know, like having an adult in the room to hire an athletic director who could hire a football coach. Anyway, I digress. Check out the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. BuildKG.com. Craftsmanship and character. The Kingston Group. So, folks, of course, we do appreciate you listening. I I know that there's a massive scandal going on right now with Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans, and Titans fans care deeply about that, as they should. And, of course, the Nashville Predators lost their first game of the season to Carolina on Monday night, with another big one coming up on Tuesday evening, 7 o'clock Central Time. But we had to focus on UT and the debacle and the circus that was Tennessee football. Thank you all for listening. My name is Braden Gall. This has been the 440 for Tuesday, January 19th. 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler. Mm-hmm.